Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. And over the weekend, General Motors added about 1 million cars to its recall list and people are wondering, what the heck is going on? First, GM told its dealers to immediately stop selling the Chevy Cruze with the 1.4 liter turbo engine. But GM did not give any reason why or explain what's wrong with the car. So it sure sounds serious. Also, GM expanded its recall of the Chevy Cobalt, HHR, Saturn Ion and Sky, and Pontiac G5 and Solstice to include model years up to 2011. Prior to this, the recall only affected cars through the 2007 model year. Even though the newer cars were not defective, GM shipped 95,000 defective ignition switches to dealers and auto parts stores, and some of those newer cars were repaired with the defective switches. Imagine that. You bring your car in because it has a defective switch, and they replace it with another defective switch. GM said it was easier to recall all those cars than to try to track down the ones that were repaired this way. And you know, this is a fascinating legal twist by expanding this recall, because by including cars through model year 2011, the legal onus and any liability now falls on the new GM. These cars were built after the bankruptcy. So GM cannot push those legal claims on the old GM, also known as the Motors Liquidation Company. But unless those cars were involved in an accident because of the defective switch, it's hard to see how those owners have any kind of a case against GM. At least one class action lawsuit was filed claiming that owners have lost value in their cars. But AutoLine Daily found they're probably going to have a hard time proving their case. We contacted Automotive Lease Guide, Kelly Blue Book, and Black Book and found that the GM cars involved in the lawsuit have not decreased in value. In fact, they've gone up in value. That's because there's still a general shortage of good used cars, and entry-level used cars are the ones that are in most demand. So it's going to be hard to win a lawsuit claiming your car has lost value, when in fact, it's now worth more than it was last month. There's another reason why GM is announcing so many recalls right now. Tomorrow and Wednesday, GM CEO Mary Barra will be testifying in front of Congress, and the company has to make sure it leaves nothing to chance. The last thing Barra needs is to admit under questioning that the company still has potential recall cases pending and has not taken any action on them. Barra needs to show that GM is being extremely proactive if she's going to convince Congress and the public that GM truly is putting the safety of its customers above everything else. That's why all these recalls are being announced right now, just before her testimony. Another thing, a high-level source inside GM tells AutoLine Daily that Barra will announce a string of initiatives to show that GM is taking bold moves to regain the public's trust. I don't know what those initiatives are, but we're going to hear about it tomorrow. Sales of Chevy's new Silverado pickup have been disappointing so far this year, and we thought that a lack of styling difference between the new and old truck might have something to do with it. But another possible reason could be 
a lack of money on the hood compared to its competitors. Ram currently offers an average of nearly $6,000 per truck with incentives. That is 35% more than Ford and its F-150 and 46% more than the Silverado. GM may want to preserve its profit margins, but if sales continue to fall, don't be surprised if the amount of incentives for the Silverado start to rise. The assembly plant that makes the SRT Viper is going to shut down for a couple of months. Coming up next, Ralph Gilles, the CEO of SRT, explains what's going on. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our jeweler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Ralph Gilles, the head of design at Chrysler and the head of the SRT brand, was our guest on AutoLine After Hours last week. We asked him what the heck is going on with the Viper, and here is what he had to say. You know, Sales I'm amazed are... for a, a vehicle that sells, you know, it's never sold more than 1500 a year, 2000 a year. I can't believe how much the world is writing about it. You'd think it's, you know, it's a 15 million unit mar market and everyone's talking about this Viper, which is good. Good for us because that means the awareness is really high. There's a lot of confusion about the car. You know, we probably made the mistake. I said, I want to sell between 1500 and 2000 last year. We didn't really launch any serious volume until midsummer. So we only had six months last year. We sold to date worldwide about 700 cars. Now, at first, yeah, it's less than our target, but the good news is we're getting 60% conquest. People that have never come to our brand ever before are considering the Viper. And that's what our research was telling us. If you put a nicer interior, if you give it a better fit and finish, we'll come look at it. And our existing owners are starting to, to kind of pick up steam. Our 14s are selling really quickly. We have a little bit of leftover 2013s, but most of those cars were ordered by dealers. And, and they were GTSs, so very high-end vehicles. Average price was about 140000 fully optioned. And our owners are saying, no, if I want a car, I'm going to order it and wait. So that's what's happening. People are putting orders in. We actually have orders uh, to fill our plants, but I can't do that to the dealers that already have stock. So I'm, I'm pulling back production on purpose hmm. to let this burn down. We've had a wicked winter. It's actually hurt sales. Now the spring has come. We're 30% up this month over last month already. We, we expected it because every year it's the same pattern, but we missed it last year. The Viper has not enjoyed a natural spring, so we're going we're gonna to see what happens. Uh, we'll, we'll get rid of the old stock to happy people. One by one, I get letters every day. People love their car. They're surprised. Why do they wait so long? So it's taking time. You can't jump up to that echelon of car and expect to sell them you know, like, like hotcakes. It just doesn't happen at that price point. The so, good news is we're outselling our competitors. I mean, if you look at cars in the, the 100 to $140,000 range, we're doing really well. Hmm. But people think of us as a Corvette competitor. Well, we have 240 horsepower more or 220 horsepower more. It's just not the same machine. It's a, ours is more of an exotic, something you drive on Saturdays and Sundays. You're not going to see, uh, you know, there's stores in Dearborn here that have 200 Corvettes in the lot. You'll never see that. Mm -hmm. You'll see one or two Vipers per dealer, it's, and that's all that's out there. Everyone imagines they're stockpiled, and a lot of dealers have them roped off. They'll, they'll never sell them. You know? So I'm not so worried. I mean, I, it could be a little better, but it's, it's picking up steam nicely, and, and I'm really proud of what the car's become. By the way, you can watch that entire episode right now on our website at Autoline.tv or catch it on YouTube. Just look for it. The AutoLine Network. And that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching and please join us again tomorrow.